This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome back, everyone, to the Diva Lounge. I am Maribel here with my PIC, Julie. Yeah, hi, Hustler. And today we have a very special guest. With us today is Chef Justin Cogley. Yes. Welcome, Chef. He is the executive chef of Aubergine at the La Burge at Carmel. And he is here in San Diego, and he is going to be cooking alongside Chef Trey Fauché at George's California Modern. And with us today as well is Chef Jonathan Bautista. Hi, John. Hi. So... Talk to us, Chef, about this dinner that is happening on Monday, May 22nd. So can you guys talk to us a little bit about that? I mean, how, what are we yeah, doing? who wants to go first? Dinner. Want to go first? Yeah. Sure. Um, so we're collaborating. George's California Modern is collaborating with Chef Justin. Um, pretty much splitting splitting the menu. So it's about 10 courses with four additional snacks. And we kind of just split it down the middle. Chef? Yeah, Welcome uh, to San yeah, Diego. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, it's <laughs> great to be here, and uh, I've, I've known uh, Chef uh, Trey for for a while now, and uh, always uh, loved what he uh, what he's done down here. And obviously, I've known John for a couple of years, and it's been great uh, to come down here and you know bring some of our Monterey Coast down to San Diego uh, with a couple dishes, and then do uh, we picked up a you know some different vegetables and things like we are here today. Yes, uh, to put our own twist on some dishes uh, that we haven't done before. Um, so he'll be the first to try tomorrow night. Yes. Hi. So Okay. Ready? So just to give you guys a little bit of background of the chef that will be at George's California Modern. I mean, we are talking about not just a chef. He's a runner. He is a Ironman, but three times yeah, Ironman. Three times. He's a cyclist. And to highlight some of the things and, and, you know, some of the highlights in his career, in 2016 and 2015, he was nominated for the James Beard Foundation Awards as Best Chef of the West. Oh, my. He was on the semifinalist and also for Outstanding Service. And in 2013, he was Best New Chef of the Food, uh, from Food and Wine. Correct. Correct. And... Oh. If that's not enough, yeah. yeah, oh no. At one point in his career, he was a professional figure yeah, skater. Thanks. Perfect. Yeah. So, I mean, talk about... Versatile. <laughs> I mean, what is it that you don't do? I mean, it's been, gr- it's been great to bring that attention to Carmel. And, uh, you know, we've been very lucky over a six-year period. Yes, we have a very small... Uh, restaurant, you know, with only nine tables, so we've been able to sort of dial down the service oh. and the, the the dining experience to where um, you you can enjoy your you know a multi course meal and you know have um, you know be secluded and it be a special occasion and everything else has just been more of a bonus um, like the the awards we've been very lucky for people to tra- continue to travel to Carmel to our small little uh, uh, village there and and dine with us and it's been it's you know, as a lot of chefs have done, has found a, a passion for getting outside of the kitchen and and trying to, you know, uh, stay stay fit and you know and uh, so it's been a great change over the last couple of years and 
you know, now we have, you know, professional runners showing up at the hotel and we've been parties for pro cycling teams and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, 234 chefs just finished this big um, charity ride up in Santa Rosa for No Kids Hungry where we raised uh, $1.8 million uh, for school breakfast programs. And that was part of the uh, At Chef Cycle? Chef Cycle, Are you yes. a member of them or can you tell us a little bit about that? What, it's, what is... a, it's a group, um, you know, that... Three years ago was the first ride, and they had about, I think, like 30 riders. Uh, and then last year there was about 140 or so, and this year it was 200. So it's been the biggest uh, fundraising efforts for No Kids Hungry, which has been around for a long time. Wow, that's um, awesome. And it's, uh, you know, a lot of chefs, you know, I always bring up Matthew Jennings because he's, a, you know, he's a, good, a good friend of mine and mm-hmm. you know, has a very successful restaurant in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. The guy lost 100 pounds. Oh, cycling. You know, he's totally changed his whole life, and uh, he made it through the three days. You know, and uh, has raised a great deal of money, so it's been great to see that. And a, a number of, you know, Vitaggio brothers, you know, they, they both did it this year, and Michael was like his fifth time on his bike, and he still still rocked it out. And wow. So there's, So how long have you been uh, cycling for? About two years. About two years. Yeah. Well, have you always been fit? Um, you know, I mean, like, like most chefs, you know, I sort of lost my path a little bit. You know, it's, <laughs> it's easy to, you know, get into the late nights and the drinking, and um, I think uh, it all started for me at – about two and a half years ago when I won an entry into a marathon in, in Big Sur, and everyone that I was around said that there was no way that I could possibly do that. Oh, so, the challenge. Was, yeah, so that, that was the thing. So then after I, I did that, I, I did it right, and, um, and I'm like, well, maybe I'll do an Ironman or something silly. You know, just, <laughs> so and I got into it and then found a whole other outlet for, for cooking and uh, different opportunities that opened up from athletics. And, you know, I've cooked for, you know, companies in Colorado or, or you know, sports-based companies, so been great. So now how do we go from being a, a professional ice, you know, figure ice skater to becoming a chef? Yeah. Well, yeah how a how did that question. whole... Yeah, that is a good question. What happened? What were you thinking? <laughs> Who knows what I was thinking. It was more of, um, you know, the, the ice skating was, a, was great, something that we were in as uh, kids. Um, I, was, I always had a fascination for cooking, and then uh, I just was presented an opportunity to travel... Um, you know, we did all right competitively. My, I was a pair skater, and then I was offered a, a job to contra, uh, to tour. So okay. I toured for about four years traveling. I spent most of my time overseas, uh, eleven months of the year on the road. Uh-huh. So wow. and then uh, after uh, after that, I decided to unpack my suitcase and I went to school in Portland, Oregon. So culinary school. Mm-hmm. How old were you then? It's a great question. I yeah. really don't know. Maybe <laughs> you were young. Maybe uh, early twenties. Okay. Wow. Yeah. But by then, you, you knew already what your passion was. You knew you wanted to become a chef? Yeah, I mean, I, yes, I always enjoyed cooking. So okay. it was, uh, a, I mean, cooking for me, is, is, as I'm sure John would agree, is like there's many things, many professions in the world that have a lot of bad news. Like if you're a doctor or a lawyer, you can tell people that, you know, there's always the bad news. But cooking is you can make people happy and, and, and get, provide an experience that you can't really with a lot of other jobs. And I was always used to the long hours uh, with with skating and training and stuff like that. So I uh, just it fit. It was fit. Yeah, it fit for uh, for that. So wow. And now, um, so what what is it that I know your style has been described as unique? Hmm. That you have a very that. very <laughs> people <laughs> a very unique style. I mean, we, we we've ch- we've changed over the years. Um, okay. You know, and and you know when. A couple of years ago, we were super into liquid nitrogen and all kinds of things, and we've backed off now to just presenting, you know, really good tasting food naturally and 
and more uh, less fuss to the, the ingredients because you know after meeting a lot of farmers and uh-huh. meeting a lot of purveyors and I mean our, what we're known for most is our abalone um, because we, the farm is in Monterey and they spend th- three years to grow one you know so it, you know the, yeah. to cover it up and make all these things it doesn't make sense because that's that's not how the farmer wants you know it takes away from the ingredient exactly so you know we've become more simple and um, you know so that's, I think that. Trey and, and John's, uh, you know, style is, is is very similar to ours, so that's why I think that dinner, what we have laid out course wise, will flow quite well. Okay. And um, you know, it's a like I said, it's a great, you know, a great deal. You know. What are some of the ingredients that you guys are going to be using for the dinner? Yeah. I know I, I have abalone and um, Ooh. you know, from our, that farm. Abalone from the farm. Okay. Yes, they, they, you know, they they gave it. They let us take an extra a bit for this event. Nice. Um, and I always like to. I've traveled all over the world with cooking, and I've always tried to take abalone and some local seaweeds because some of it you just can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and know, what's the name of the farm? It's a Monterey abalone. A Mer- Monterey yeah. abalone. Okay. So and we're going to be seeing some of that. Yeah, what some else? Of that we have. Uh, I have to. Uh, springing like late spring ingredients that are still kicking really well. Like we got some really nice asparagus off the a combination of Chino Farms asparagus and um, the stuff from the Santa Monica's Farmers Market that Nate brought. And we pretty much bought everything from that, that batch that came in on Saturday. So that's going to be on the menu. Um, some uh, northern halibut. It's really nice. Wild salmon, which is really beautiful. Um, it's going to be very seafood, seafood oh, heavy. Good. Okay. And lots of, lots of vegetables. Um, a couple meat courses here and there, but it's, it's, it's celebrating what Southern California and Northern California both have to mm. offer um, culinary-wise, uh, ingredient-wise. So. Uh-huh. So both styles, your style and Chef Trey and Jonathan, it's going to be, if you want to know what your guys' style is, come to the dinner because it's, it's all going to be laid out. And it's the same. Keep the ingredients clean, not too much. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Ah. Well, John told us there's still a couple seats left. Yep. Um, dining room is close to being booked, um, but we do have uh, some spots at the bar we have a couple of tables at the bar that, um, if you inquire, um, we do have um, a couple of reservations available still. That's okay. So if you guys are interested in coming to the dinner, and like Chef Jonathan just said, the you know the dining room area is pretty much booked, but they still have some bar space available. So if you are interested, call them at 858-454-4244. And get yourselves there because it seems like it's going to be a great any great dinner. Now, any foraging? Are you guys going to go out foraging for the dinner? <laughs> Curiosity. Uh, I mean, we we actually uh, brought a lot of seaweed um, from Monterey because it, it doesn't grow in certain regions other than our our little cove coast there. So, um, brought that, and we you know we'll like uh, Carmel. We have a lot of flowers, and uh, like here we saw a number of asturian plants and. Uh, you know, radish and fen- I mean, we have the same sort of thing, Myers. Yeah. So we we have a good mix of uh, of of ingredients. Okay. Do you go out a lot foraging in Carmel? We send the lads out. You know, yeah. I think you know. <laughs> when he's on his bike, yeah. you tell me he carries yeah, his backpack. Always, yeah. Casey sees something cool. Yeah. We, no, I mean, we, I have. Pick some things running oh. before, but not a, obviously just to show people. Oh, not, okay. not a, you know, not a whole bunch. You're like, hey, I was on a run and just gonna weigh you down. You're like, I was already out there, so why not? Yeah. 
All right. Well, let's see. Julie, do you have any other questions? I did. did. Um, John and I were talking earlier, and he told me you were with Charlie Trotter for Mm -hmm. four years. Yeah, about four and a half years. Was yeah. it just awesome? Or? Yeah, it was a, a, a truly amazing experience, honestly. Uh, four years. And I started there as a, a, an intern, pretty much, and worked my way up to the CDC the last uh, two years. So, wow. Uh, it was a pretty intense place to work. Yeah, and, but uh, everybody that came out of there really became somebody. They they did something great. Yeah, I mean, I worked with, uh, you know, Chef and Five's Merges, who's still one of my best friends. Aww. I always text him if I have questions. Um, he was there 14 years. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to travel a lot with him and Chef the last couple of years, cooking at events all over the world. And, you know, he demanded the, you know, the best of you every day, regardless wow. if it was. And sometimes it had nothing to do with the dining room. It might be, uh, you know, if the street in front was clean or not. So wow. it, it wasn't just if everything was cooked perfectly perfectly every night. It was more like if, uh, you know, one of the bathrooms had some of the caulking missing around the sink was more important. You know, oh, so, my God, this guy. Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite a learning lesson, and, uh, you know, it took a lot. Um, and it to, paid off with that nomination. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so for all, outstanding service, so it definitely yeah, you picked up a lot from yeah. from your experiences. Exactly. So. Okay. Um, well, I you know, I had all kinds of questions, and <laughs> one of them was, what are you thinking about when you're – when you're on your bike riding or you're out for your your run, what's but, going through your mind? Food? Customers? <laughs> or? I mean, that's a, a, a question I do get a lot. And, uh, you know, that's why I got into more of the longer races after the marathon. I started mm-hmm. doing, you know, I've done 250-mile races. And I think for me is a good time to think and get outside the kitchen. And I do th- I do think about issues or problems or staffing or, and also dishes and, and what to do next. Or So it's, you know, so for me that – you know, not not everyone's like this, of course. It's just, but for me, it just worked out well to take the time to you know to make use of the day. So yeah, without any. How do you training. find the time? Like, cause you know, you always hear, "Oh, we're so busy." <laughs> 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 so there's no so there's no excuses. People don't. Just get so no, I mean, where, the, where do you the, find the time? Early in the morning, late, late at night. Late at night. And, okay, give give them a hint. And that's hint. You know, <laughs> honestly, I, I do receive a lot of messages about how to train and how to train. Yeah. For Huh. So, uh, you know, it's been great to do that or people that have been inspired by my efforts and stuff like that is it just it you just, you know, <laughs> you, you, you take up almost the whole day planned out. You know, it has to be pretty planned out. And um, it, so what's what's a normal day yeah. for Justin? You wake up, he wakes up in the morning. No, it, you know, I'm very unique, I think, with with that. But I do, uh, you know. If we get up at 5 a.m., you know, and, and, you know, I'm lucky that I don't have to work past midnight. So, you know, it's just, you know, I go home and, go, and instead of having, you know, a couple of drinks or something, I'll go to bed and get up earlier. So And go run. Yes, I, I do enjoy running, yes, very much. Do you drink coffee? Coffee, yes, quite a lot. Yeah, all the time, huh? Am I supposed to? I don't know. but I love it. I can't live without it. <laughs> Neither can I. Um, hmm. Well... I I was going to ask you some of your pet peeves. Do you have any pet peeves? Some Do you, anything pet comes peeves. to your in the mind? kitchen? What drives you crazy in the kitchen? What makes you go from simmer to boiling? I mean, <laughs> honestly, I think well for our restaurant in particular, and and I know this is topics come up a lot in recent years. Is you know we 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 try to call you know we, we try to get, I gather all the information of our diners every day you know um, when they take the reservation, 
and pretend, you know, if they have restrictions, we accommodate, you know, vegan, vegetarians, et cetera, et cetera. And we make special menus for them every day at 3.30. You know, a special menu, special printed out, everything is done. The whole menu is changed. And if if by the time they get to dessert, then all of a sudden they're not, then they're going to have their their dairy and they're going to have their gluten because they've been good. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that is the is the biggest one because we've changed the whole menu to, you know, take out those type of items and all of a sudden it's okay again and it's not an allergy. I think that's... Uh, like think, a... Wrong information. I think, yeah. It, so, well, you've spent all that time just thinking for, you know, for that one person coming in, and then they change the whole yeah, thing. I mean, you know, yeah. like when they have a peanut allergy, you redo everything, right? I mean, we're re, yeah, we're re, re, you know, if it's a, you know, if they say if it's a serious peanut allergy, we'll change everything that does have peanuts or things that could have contact, you know. Wow. And then if the, then if they have dessert and they're like, well, I want to have the peanut butter oh, God. dessert <laughs> because I, you know. <laughs> Which happens, right? I mean, it yeah. happens. It happens. So that's. I think that's. The, you know, because they don't know how. You know how much labor that oh, goes into it. changing, or yeah, or if the vegans that eat, you know, if they're if they're vegetarian, that's great. You know, uh, I respect vegetarian. I mean, but and then all of a sudden, if they, you know, if they're okay with bone marrow or something, which has happened, you know, it's just you know, it's just a little you know. What about people that ask you what's your favorite thing to cook or your specialty? My specialty, I think I really have the quesadilla game down. Oh, well, oh, hey. <laughs> okay, tell us about that. No. <laughs> what do you do to it? No, I just, How do you make a quesadilla? <laughs> no, I mean, it, it was funny because I, I just ate up at Chris Constantino's place, uh, Costco, and he's a cyclist, a very well-supportive chef. Mm. You know, and, uh, you know, the, the people that I was with, a bunch of uh, pro cyclists and other people that are in the, in the business, and they were you know, nervous about me eating there just because, you know, you know, you know, we do use tweeters and whatever, you know, but, you know, I, I just like normal food. <laughs> like, I, I'm not picky normal at all. I, I just, you know, nope, like not picky at all, then. No. Not at all. Hmm. Well, uh, let's see. What about your produce rep? How does he or she do for you? I, do they know which farm is coming <laughs> wow. from what? <laughs> do you have a produce rep over there? Yeah, I, we or do have. you want the divas to come and be your produce rep? <laughs> Yeah, we, we do have a number. Uh, I was talking to John about this today. Is you know, when we started there, you know, Monterey um, is known for more mass produce. You know, the lettuce is for half the country. You know, oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is is uh, the first couple of years of working there, it took a while to get um, the smaller farms to you know only send a pound of something or you know twelve carrots. You know, because we're only nine tables, we don't sure, need sure. forty five pounds of of anything. So you know, but yes, I'm sure you guys do an amazing job. And we, we talk, <laughs> Just from seeing the operation, it's been great. I did have a question here that you may know. What type of lettuce was called crisphead lettuce until the 1920s? It was a lettuce. Trivia question. You're from the lettuce capital of the world. Really? uh, You know. Iceberg. Nice. I I didn't know it either. She gave it away. She gave it away. She gave it away. Oh, I had all these produce questions I was going to ask you. That's good because, you know, I've been studying running a lot more than. Ah. So how far do you run? Hundred oh. miles? No, I've never done a hundred miles, but I'm supposed to do a hundred k at the end of the, uh, oh. June. Oh my! So, so you have to start training for that. But the cycling helped out, but we'll see if it works out. So I have a couple more weeks to build up. Oh, wow! Man. So now tell me about so you know so talking about about the the cyclists now. Do, could other chefs join that? That how do, how yeah. do you chef cycle? And and yes, hmm. and and this year. Um, 
the, the to get the other chefs yeah. motivated. Yeah, let's get more chefs involved. It's, it's, it's growing and growing and growing. And this year was uh, basically took over this whole hotel in Santa Rosa, which I, I think they plan on doing next year too. Okay, it's very you know it, the biggest thing is is the fundraising, which is great. It's all for a great cause, and then you, it's basically like a summer summer camp for chefs, and we get to ride. You know, bikes hard every day, which is amazing. After you do all the fundraising, so you have to take time away from from work. You take, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I was gone for three days. But, oh, okay. But uh, you know, in the, in the scheme of things, it's all for a, a amazing cause. And like I said, this year with the, I think the, I think it's past one point eight million right now. And I know wow. that, I know that the Arby's Foundation was going to match anything over the weekend up to a hundred thousand dollars. So they they really wanted to raise two million dollars this year. And I'm pretty sure they're probably getting to the goal, but. You so know. if they want to join, what do they have to do? They just Text have to him. yeah, just have to sign. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, oh, yeah. to, just go to chefcycle.org and they'll start playing it uh, for for next year. Yeah, it would be great to see. Yeah, I, Trey, I ran, I ran into, Jay and John. Yeah, I ran into people I haven't seen in ten years. Uh, from yeah. from uh, just from that event from the yeah. chef cycle. Mm-hmm. Wow. So so you like to give back to the community, yeah. which is which is great. Do you have any children, any kids? I do, in fact, I have two boys, yes. Really? How old are they? Seven and five. Wow. Oh, my so gosh. That, is that why this whole trying to help no kid hungry? That's a yeah. funny thing you say that because, you know, we, we, my, I have the two pickiest kids in the world. They don't eat anything. <laughs> yeah. so besides, you know, the, the one only eats toast cut up in squares at four centimeters. And, you know, so it's, it's just, of course, you know, that's how it works. Right. But, no way. Really? Uh-huh. What's the other one eat? The other one needs uh, a. It's, it's, it's too complicated to use. <laughs> oh my god! That's... <laughs> they don't like to eat. Oh. So, you know, I, actually, I go back on uh, uh, Tuesday. I'm doing one last. I've done a couple cooking classes for the schools this year, oh. um, and uh, it's always interesting to cook for kids for first or second graders and do little classes. You know, we've done pasta, we've done you know uh, smoothies, we've done uh, you know pancakes, you know, with roasted vegetables and everything. And it's it's great to cook for you know. Do a demo for them, and then they actually get involved. But then there's no like limits on their what they say. They they tell the truth about everything. So it's so funny. They give me the dish on like all their parents on who's doing this, and it's wild. So that's what I was just about to say. Like they don't hold back. (laughs) They'll tell you how it is. They will definitely tell you how it is. Wow, that's great. That is great. Hey, so um, so we can't wait. For this dinner. Oh, we can't wait. Going on Monday, uh, May 22nd. Again, if you guys are interested in coming by and just saying hi, so, you know, saying hi, tr- trying this incredible food, um, there's still um, some spaces available at the bar. Um, and uh, anything else you guys want to add on? Yeah. Any... What about Taco Tuesday? Oh. He's the guest chef uh, Tuesday. Tuesday night. So he'll go from Georgia's to Galaxy. Straight over next day. Nice. So he's going to be doing. He's a... going to run over. <laughs> we'll get him. Like, hey, we'll like get him a bike. Away. We'll get him a bike. He can do it in four minutes. No, it's, it's really close. <laughs> he's going to be taking over at Galaxy Taco on May twenty third. It starts at five. Taco it starts Tuesday. at five. So, so what kind of a taco are you going to yeah, do? We have, we have three tacos. We're super psyched about doing so. You know, some really nice pork, and uh, you know we're going to do a vegetable one, and then also a, a abalone one. We'll have a limited amount, but. You know, thought it'd be fun to do something. Oh, hey, outrageous. I gotta get it. And if there's any people that are interested in cycling, come out and support. You know, yeah, and get, right on over. Yeah, get information about this great um, at Chef Cycle and at No Kit Hungry. Get involved and support the chef. Uh-huh. We want to make sure that he feels that San Diego love, and we are so happy 
to have him here in San Diego. And we're so thankful for chefs like uh, Chef Trey Fauché and uh, Jonathan here that, you know, bring this talent to San Diego. I think it's very important. So thank you, yeah, Georges, sure. uh, California Modern, you know, for bringing such talented chef to San Diego. And we're very very lucky to have you here. Thanks. Thank you so much for coming in the Diva Lounge. And of course. anything oh, else yeah. <laughs> that you want to add on? Any shout outs? Oh, no, I mean, unless John has, do you have something? Yeah, John. John, you always have a shout out. I don't have shout outs. <laughs> okay, so we'll see you guys uh, Monday and hopefully Tuesday. We too. will see you guys. And once again, go ahead and follow us on our iTunes account, Diva Lounge, and then on our Instagrams. Yeah, Justin, you can follow him. Yeah, just, riding up and down Northern California. What's your Instagram account, Justin? It's just my name, Justin Cogley. Follow him uh, at Julie Hostler. Uh, oh, yeah. She's on Instagram as well. Myself, sp underscore Maribel, and at sp underscore Diva Lounge. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for our next guest. Mm-hmm.